Hey, this is Coach Nick. And this is Dr. J. Host of the Free to Be You show, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 to 10 from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear coaching and counseling from many different areas of life. Listen, we laugh, we joke, we cry, but it's all for the sake of empowering the listener. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to catch the Free to Be You show. Jump in. Jump in. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Listen, I miss y'all. We've been out a couple of weeks. It's really good to be back on set. Um, we are on set tonight talking about maintaining a healthy marriage. Who don't want to know, right? I've only been married a little while. So this is going to be good to me. Um, listen, we have two very capable guests um, on the show tonight who have been married a very long time, and they are characters. So you put them with Dr. J, and we just don't know what's going to be said tonight. Why, why has got to um, be put them with Dr. J, though? Cause the people hear you every week. They know I'm not lying. They they know that you are also a character as well. So, but anyway, carry on. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. Cause they don't know that. <laughs> anyway, cause it's my show in the beginning. It's his show in the, cause he made me go first. Don't worry about that part. But listen, we are super excited um, that you guys have joined in with us this week so that we can all learn together. Listen, how to maintain a healthy marriage. Y'all know us. I'm the one that'll tread on the other side of the line. And Dr. J is the one that is going to give us scripture and then tread on the other side of the line with me. So we're going to play a little bit and learn a little bit tonight. Is that all right? So we are going to take a really quick break. And then after this break, we'll be right back with learning how to maintain um, a healthy marriage and letting our guests introduce themselves. See you in just a minute.
look at somebody as a matter of fact. Grab the hand of the person you're standing next to and lift your hand in the air. That's it. Lift your hand in the air. I don't know what the enemy has been using against you to keep you from being what God wants you to be. But I came to tell somebody that that's about to change. I speak to everything that's been holding you captive, and I command it to actually to actually lift your voice and say, There we are. We are back. <laughs> Ready to have a blast tonight. Listen, that was Jacqueline Carr changing your story. That's it. Uh, man, and that's good news to know that you can change your story. Uh, and so we, we are grateful tonight that we have two powerhouse people here. That's and it they just are. so happened to be that they are a married couple. 
Wow, so we get power and all that stuff in one package, you know? In you one know, house. In one house, That's it. you know? I don't even know how the doors and the windows and stuff stand it at the house. They just, you know, <laughs> power packs. You know, but we're excited to have you guys in the place. Uh, and oh, so we're going to uh, start the mm -hmm. introductions to get ourselves introduced so that people can know who you are mm -hmm. um, and uh, all those great things. We're going to start mm -hmm. to my left. Okay. I am Tina Goodman. Uh-huh. Is that how we get tonight? What is she want? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You said introduce what, me. I what do you, what do you want the people to know about you? I am a mother. I am an entrepreneur. Um, I run a, a uh, nonprofit. I'm a foster mom. I am a wife, a best friend. I'm what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, sure. wife and best friend. Well, come on. Hey. Sure. Introduce yourself hey. to the people. Well, my name is Matthew Goodman. Um, I am a hairstylist. Um, I am also a father. I am a foster parent. And I am married to my best friend as well. And I think I'm what that is. I, I'm a collar. Pop your collar. I'm loving it. I pop your collar. Listen, y'all know who I am. I'm Dr. J, and uh, I am the co-host to this amazing show, Free to Be You podcast show. Yeah. We're excited to have it. And so who are you? Can you tell the people who you are? I'm a wife. Yes, you are. Okay. An excited wife <laughs> to my best friend. They said that. I feel like I was supposed to say it. Feel like we were supposed to follow suit? <laughs> yes. yes okay. It, I'm with it. Did you feel some when I said it? Because when they said it to each other, it was something in the room. Yeah, I did feel it. I feel it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen, y'all know who I am. Y'all know who I am. I'm Coach Nick. Um, um, certified Christian counselor, certified life coach. They, you know, they introductions to each other got me a little threw off. I'm trying to pull myself together. Um, certified life coach, certified Christian counselor, um, co-host yeah, to yeah. this amazing man that sits to my right. I am amazing. I like who it. makes all of the rules and stuff and helps me to look good. Um, listen, I like making this, up stuff as I go along. You do? Yeah, yeah. I like making it, up it stuff. It seems to work. Yeah. You you know what else? What's that? Watch this. We finna get into it. But oftentimes we don't talk about being married on set because on set we're just on set, right? Right. Tonight we get to talk about being married on set. We do. <laughs> <I'm telling you. laughs> listen, listen. So you guys know, you guys know the rules. If you have any questions, um, if you are FaceTime live, uh, Facebook live, feel free to put those questions in the comments as we'll check them periodically and get our questions answered. And to all of our um, guests who are listening overseas or wherever you may be listening from, thank you for joining in with us tonight. Listen, it's time to get on the show. Well, it's it. time to go. Um, here is. We're going to start easy. We're we going to do like Tina Turner. We're going to start easy. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Be nice. So listen, that tell us nice. a little bit about <laughs> That's it. That's it. Don't do it. I'm going to get up and do a dance. You know, uh, you oh. Swing it. Please do the dance. I, listen, please want you do to. the dance. I just, hold on. Hold know, on to the thought. My wife uh. thinks she can dance, but... Never mind. Don't worry about it. You finna mess up. Oh, I am. But You're I love the way to. you dance. I, th I think it's so phenomenal. I think this the part where you make it up as you go. It's captivating. This the part where you make it up as you go. Let me just ask the question. Listen. Oh, here's a, here is here's the question. Okay. You missed it the last couple of weeks. 
Clearly you missed it. Listen, tell us a little bit about um, how y'all met. A little bit about oh, what's your wow. story? How we met. How you met. How long you, you been married? What's your story? Well, we've been married 16 years. Uh-huh. 16 yeah. years. Um, we actually met at mm-hmm. church. I actually saw her a year before I actually approached her, but she never saw me. So you stalked her for a year? No, I didn't stalk her. Oh, I'm sorry. I just saw her. <laughs> you can't create his. Own I didn't know words. the reason why right, I was right. looking at. Her. I didn't, you know, I didn't okay. know what yeah. it was. You know, I just know it was something that you know, father had allowed me to zone in on her, mm-hmm. but not knowing a year later we was going to meet and then start dating, and then next thing you know we're going to be married. Wow. Yeah. I, so you saw her, familiar. and then a year later y'all started talking. Year later, because when I joined the church, sounds about familiar. I know a little bit. Because when I joined the church, um, we were uh, at a rehearsal, and she she had a she's a licensed beautician as well. Mm -hmm. And then I was a licensed beautician, and so she knew that she wanted somebody in her shop, a male stylist, to work. Mm -hmm. So she she came to me and she said, you know, um, what about coming, you know, working in my shop? Mm -hmm. I said, well, let me pray about it. And she said, well, I already know what the Lord says. Well, I said, I'm going to pray about it still. So and we I said, pray. you go pray. And she said, you go pray. I said, well, I am. And about two weeks later, I gave her a call. I said, okay, I'm coming to your shop. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, you left something out. What did I leave out? So here we are. Uh-huh. Okay. Tell, Tell the story. story. <laughs> so listen, listen. So on Sundays, we used to have where I would cook in between services. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, at my, friend, my best friend, route. my friend's, my god sister's house, I would cook. And so we would invite some of the singles over so mm-hmm. nobody would get in trouble between ser- morning service and night service so we can go back and just be full on on all that we needed to be full on mm-hmm. and some food. And so the first time my, my god brother came, he was with him, and I was like, he can't come. We don't know him. So you got to send your friend home. We don't know him. We don't invite strangers to the house. So he went home. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he went home. But the next Sunday he came back, and I was like, uh-huh. So we invited him over. We were trying to be nice. We were nice. And so he sat, like he's sitting now, in the chair where he could look in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my thing has always been, man of God, man of God, I just approach people properly so you don't get nothing twisted. Mm-hmm. And But he just stared the whole time. You know, I'm a server. I serve people. I serve, I'm old school. I serve Miss Plate. You know, and we served everybody in the house. She did. She served. I wasn't trying to get nothing going. I'm just giving you your plate, <laughs> man of God, because I was taught properly. It was something to serve. So, <laughs> but you can tell me what I had on that plate. 16 years I later sure I know you can So uh, <laughs> I told him. you something that's <laughs> I told him When I told him uh, About the shop You know he just went through this whole spiritual thing And I'm like Okay well go pray But I know what the Lord already said Because I was looking for a male stylist And he came to the shop And uh, yeah One day I came to work And he was just sitting in the chair looking different Mm. <laughs> just looking real strange And I was like why mm-hmm. he sitting like that mm-hmm. Why he leaning like that And I just kind of looked at him Kind of funny like you alright Cause it didn't look right I was like something ain't right up in here It don't feel right Glory to God Oh. And so he was just staring and looking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now mind you we had been to a service And a particular young man well, I won't call his name he called him out in the service. Now, I never seen him. I didn't know him like that. 
um, and he, he told him to walk down the aisle. So when he told him to walk down the aisle, he told him to play a certain kind of music. And we were all sitting there in the church full, and he said, play a certain kind of music. And he started mm-hmm. playing the music. He said, no, 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 not that. The kind of music you play when you get married. And he stopped walking. I stopped dead in my tracks. He said, no, no, no. Keep walking, man of God, because the Lord oh, said Lord. you're going to get married. Me, I'm sitting right here laughing. And I'm like, <laughs> bless him. God bless him. Lord Jesus, he mm. finna get married. You know, I had an old attitude about marriage. And so <laughs> I was like, my, my, my God sister was sitting there. She said, you better shut up. It might be you. I said, the devil is a liar who ain't getting married again is me. I had a whole attitude. She said, shut up. You don't know it might be. I said, it's not me. I promise. It's not me. I had an attitude. <laughs> so I, she said, you better hush your spirit. So I just shut up. He was still prophesying to him or whatever. But when I found out it was me, it was the day I walked in that shop and he was leaning in that chair. Mm-hmm. Now you got 300 people in the church. Where your wife at? And then he told him, he said, she's in here. It's 300 women. That's why I was laughing like, man, where are you going to find her at? But when he said it, <laughs> he said it and he stood right by her row where she was sitting. And he looked down at her row and looked at her. I was laughing. Baby, Matthew say this my, your fight my, is my. over. <laughs> but even in that moment, he still wasn't. He he didn't he didn't catch it because he had already told his his people he would never ever ever I ever did. ever getting married. I said the devil's hmm. a liar. I will not be married. <laughs> <laughs> never ever. And it, that was about seven months later. What's that? When we got married. Yeah, that was we started dating or courting uh, in November, mm-hmm. and in May we was married. <laughs> wow! Mm-hmm. Now, now that this. is crazy. Now, now how we go from it ain't me to I'm glad it is me. How do, how do we? Well, the crazy thing is we had a homecoming. Mm-hmm. Our story is really retarded. We had a homecoming <laughs> and, you know, he was working in the shop. So he was just kind of weird up on me, you know, and I was just like, man of God, I have a reputation. You, you can't be walking up on me like that. So he came to my car at homecoming and literally got in my what? car because we was working together. Let me let me let me tell how how how. Oh, oh, I love it. I so, love it. I'm sitting. Let me pull this mic a little bit closer. Uh huh. No, um um. I'm sitting. I'm at the shop, and I was watching this play. Why did I get married? Mm-hmm. Was, I love he, that play. Tyler Perry came out with the with the original play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every day when I will go to the shop, I will put that tape in and I will watch it. I'm just like, okay, God, why am I watching this so much? I mean, every day you got me watching this, 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 this play. Why? And so when I begin to watch it, the Holy Ghost began to show me. He said, you, this is you. That represents him who, she's, who she was married to. And then that's her. So in the play, if you know anything about why did I get married, you remember, I believe it was a guy named was Troy. If Tony or Troy, yeah, I can't remember Troy. what it was. Troy. It? Troy. It was Troy. Mm-hmm. When he came in. And how her the, the girl's husband was treating was treating her real bad, mm-hmm. and then the guy like he just came in and just started being nice to her. And the next thing we knew, they hooked up. You know, after the you know her and mm-hmm. the, the, the guy had got a divorce, and the Holy Ghost showed me. He said, "That's you, that's your wife." He said, wow. "This is how this is how it's playing out," and I was like, "Oh, okay." So on homecoming Sunday, you know, I came to the car. And I got in the car with her, 
And we were just talking. And I told her, I said, I know who you are. Now, what did I say first? You need to get out of my car. You need to get out of my car. Because there's too many people around there, and I got a reputation. I'm like, I don't care about your reputation. But I got something to tell you. My, <laughs> my. I got to say. Yes, Sit sir. yourself down. And talk and to so me. And so here come the first lady. After I told her, you know, I began to tell her. I said, you are my, you're my wife. I know who you are in the spirit. She said, okay, man. I said, no. I know who you are in the spirit. And by that time, she started shaking. And she said, man, you might want to get this car because here come the first lady. And she knows she real knows it. And before I get out the car, she came over to me, what's this? She like, <laughs> just busted out laughing because she already knew. Because the church I belonged to was a very prophetic church. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. everybody in that church almost could see, especially mm -hmm. you know, the, the first lady. Mm -hmm. So, but then from that Sunday on, we kind of, we talked. And, mm -hmm. you know, and that was the gist of that. Come and on She here. went to bed that night. You know, I called her, made sure she was sick and we had to go out of town. And then before I got the phone, I said, I love you. Just out of the clear blue. I wasn't even trying to say it. I just, it just came out. And then she said, well, okay, man, I love you too. And then she told me, she said, she told a friend, she says, I really think I love him. And that was the gist of and the story. And the rest was history. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. We didn't have to do anything crazy. I love it. That's nice. That was the great thing. That's that nice. was what was different. Yeah. Th there was no normalcy as mm -hmm. we see normalcy. Um, I didn't, I couldn't connect the dots because none of it was normal mm -hmm. to where we think, think normal. You got to jump through hoops and do all this stuff. There was none of that. I always said he made love to me walking. I loved it. That's, mm -hmm. that's really good. I loved it. Not loved on my it. back. Standing straight up. I love yeah. it. Yeah. right here. You, you keep looking like you really want to say something. <laughs> she <laughs> wants to say something. Yeah, she wants to say something. I don't just want to. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Oh. Did you, did you hear you? Mm -mm. You didn't? Mm -mm. Okay, okay. I heard you. You want to know what part? So we play this tag me in. He not going to tell me to say it. Tag me in. You got to hit my hand. Thank you. She tagged me in. Okay. So, so, so that was this point where I remember saying to you years before you and I became a thing, Man of God, you got to get married. You're you going to have to get married to go where you where God is taking you. And I, now, when, let me say this. When I said that, I wasn't even on my radar because I was not there. I was, you know, I was fine not being married. You understand. And we're going to leave that right there. Um, So I wasn't on my radar. But I distinctly remember you saying, no. Nah, I ain't never doing, I ain't that, never no doing that no more. You, you, and I was like, no, God, you go, God is going to send you away. And you like, no, He's not gonna send me now. You. Nah, and and it wasn't, you know, from anything from previous marriages as much as it was of, you know, I tried it, that ain't for me, type thing. And I'm, I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm just gonna be like Paul. I'm just gonna focus on ministry and keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna go that route. And so. um I think that was, you know, my idea for me. And, you know, God's strategy is always, you know, hilarious. He, Absolutely. He'll let you go so far, and then he'll pull 
the reins to let you know that you was on the leash this whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess I'll go back now. But um, so that's kind of how that was. So thank you for pulling that out. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm sure I got more to pull out. We got a while to be here. I'm sure that's more. I'm sure that's more. Now, when I realized it was me, I was like, now, wait a minute, God. Right? Right. Because we had been friends since 2012. Really, we wasn't on. I don't care what he told y'all while we was on break. We wasn't on one another's radar. Right. I was never called with choice. The Lord might let me tell y'all why. Dr. J. I'm sorry, Troy. Lord might let me tell y'all why I don't see it tonight. I'm still talking to him, seeing it, what he going to let me reveal. Well, one, but, she was way too skinny, and she had short hair. Oh, well, you told her. I don't, I, don't, to. I don't necessarily. Yeah, so I don't, you know. That wasn't for me. <laughs> like, she was too slender. Like, I think she was like 108 pounds. Like, yeah, you, you know, finna I, go too far. Okay, I'm too far. Never mind. Oh, come on back. Wow. So, <laughs> you about to, you about to jump out the boat? Wow! Stay in the boat. Uh, so you know that was never. So we was always friends, you know, mm-hmm. just just friends. And uh, and I can honestly say, as God is my witness, we had never crossed that line mm-hmm. of our friendship. And that's that's possible. And so it was a genuine friendship. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And so to think of it, anything else um, was not even there, you know, because I didn't think in that direction because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be married so I wasn't finna pull somebody else into something um, that you know wasn't finna go anywhere or whatever the case may be even the relationship uh, that I was into at the time because um, at the time that was you know really 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 good friend of mine mm-hmm. um, and then um, but I was skeptical about the whole marriage thing I was like I don't I don't necessarily know how this is going to work right, and right. so um, but that's kind of you know the deal. So you know, listen, trust and we me, you know we got to get to these questions. Radar, but but he didn't want to be married, and I didn't want to be with a pastor. So this whole setup just really had to be God. I, I, I can't say on air, but when we take a break, I'm gonna tell you what I asked the Lord for. The people are not gonna respect <laughs> me if I say it out here. <laughs> so it's okay. But but I asked him for it for real because it's what I wanted. Um, I did, I did, I, said, I did. I said, money. well, here's what I said. <laughs> I said. If he got to be, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right here. Are you ashamed? I am. Okay. Well, I'm going to find another way to put it. Okay. Um, I said, if I have to get married. I think I'm still nervous. Though. Right? Nervous. Because God wouldn't let me out of preaching. And I got to preach. Then I didn't want to be with a preacher. Because I didn't want the warfare. The competition. Of the competition. Mm-hmm. And the, listen, that is the worst way to live in life. It so is. I did not want the warfare, and I did no longer want the competition. So I said to God, you're going to be proud of me. So I said to God, if I got to be with somebody, then he needs to be somebody that's well off. You proud yet? Somebody that's well off that can just go sit in the back of the church. He don't need to talk to nobody. He just needs to come when I'm preaching. And he needs to know how to minister to me at the house. And he needs to leave before the benediction is over. Because I was done. Listen, if you was a church boy, I don't want no parts of it. But, you know, but 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 then, you know, I oftentimes say, I'm going to say this and I'll go to my questions. Uh-oh. But I often, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, right? You're doing but good. I oftentimes <laughs> say that um, God allowed this. Because he had to show me that there was somebody out there um, that was different. And there was somebody out there that was willing to hook up with or to hook up with me. That sounds crazy. But it's okay. Um, That was willing to get with me and take on 
hurts that he didn't cause and helped me heal. So, so you know, I'm grateful that God do it, did it. I and just, allowed, we just. Him, God allowed him to let, allow you to be you. That, that all of me. Even in Do ministry. you know? Listen, all of me. Even exactly. it com- complete, um, exactly. complete, um. You know, he just, there's no, I don't have to be one or the other. Right, you can um, be you. And in relationships, either Absolutely. I was with, you know, here I go being real honest. Either I was with a dude that wasn't in the church, so I was able to be the pre-God me. Or, or, or no, the God pre-God, I don't know how to explain it because I've been in church all my life. Um, or, or I was with a dude that was in the church, but they didn't allow me to be all of me. There was never... Um, never a moment where I could just across the table be me and still be accepted. And so for some reason this dude decided to accept all of me. You gotta be crazy to do it. But I I'm know. grateful. I know. Um listen and so I'm we still are counseling right now. <laughs> <laughs> listen, don't you lose that counselor's number. Oh my God. So I, listen so I this, got a question. Okay, go ahead. So uh since we were on that subject mm-hmm. of of ministry and mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. Um you know, how do you guys coexist in ministry without the power struggle? Well, you, <laughs> <laughs> you going to go first? Well, you have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And then you have to know what you're, what you're called to and what your mate is called to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and be, and be comfortable in who you are. Just because, you know... Like my wife, she you know she's the senior pastor, mm-hmm. she's an apostle, mm-hmm. you know she's a prophet, she's all of that. I'm a pastor, I'm an apostle as well, you know. I know that she may do things on a different level than I do. I'm okay with that, you know. I'm not in competition, but we're working together because we're all working to we're both working together for the common good. What is that for the building up of the, for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. And so I think if if when people when married couples that are in ministry together would focus on that, knowing that you're not in competition with one another, but you're trying to build the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter who God uses the most. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if God used her the most, God used me the most, or however, we just want to see the kingdom of God built up. Yeah, and then don't allow outside influences mm-hmm. to come in and infiltrate how you guys flow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was going to say. Key. In the beginning, uh, that w- that was our issue. It wasn't. It was us. an issue in the beginning. It was outside. And yes. what they thought it should look like. So what people mm. would ask is, "Who's the pastor?" <laughs> and I would answer, "Us." So well, you know, the Bible says, you know, uh, uh, anything a two-headed what do they say, a two-headed, two-headed beast, is a or, beast something. or something. Yeah. Like that. And I'm used to be looking at people like, "But your marriage is toe up from the floor up. Y'all don't even like each other." So my prophetic Ooh. would kick in, and I'd be like, "Uh, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that." <laughs> you know, because I'm going to house and spirit like, "But you don't even like your wife. You sleep in another room. Get mm. out of my face." You know. So mm. I would just like, you know, that's the real side because they think you're not real. Yeah. But in your realness, mm-hmm. it wasn't us. It was other people and their influence or what they had to say. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, when they first started doing it, uh, my husband would kind of shift a little bit on me. And because he had never experienced my giftings and, and, and my ability at what God had put in me, he had never seen it. He, he, he thought I was crazy. I'm like, right. no, I'm not crazy. I just know I see what I see and I hear what I hear. So he had to learn me. 
And in learning me, he had to learn what worked for me. Mm-hmm. Coming from uh, domestic violence and things of that nature, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a woman that you can't scream and holler at. Mm-hmm. To this day, you cannot scream and holler at me. It's going to put me in a mindset to pull back from you. So I have to feel safe. So in the beginning, I didn't know to tell him that. Mm-hmm. See, we have mm-hmm. to know how to be able to say, hey, that don't work for me. Yeah. That makes me trigger. feel, you know, because as a man, a man can make a woman feel very insecure in how he treats her, how he mm-hmm. embraces her, how he handles her. So I, I was like, you know, when he started talking real harsh because they said, you got to be harder. You got to tame her. You got to tame what? You tame dogs. You tame dogs. You don't tame. What do you mean? My daddy already raised me. What are you talking about? That tone. So, you know, but let me interject something yeah. right there if that's, if that's okay. That's okay, baby. You know, when they said that. <laughs> that's okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you know how she answered me? That's law. That's a good night. <laughs> what you say? That's a good night. Yeah, that's a good night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is this show almost over yet? <laughs> no, it's still a long but, time. Uh, Keep it moving. <laughs> but speaking of tame, it was like I even had my bishop say, you got to curtail that. You know, and I'm like, okay, curtail. So I'm thinking like, you know, soften her up or, you know, try to change, you know, her boldness. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to change that. And so I didn't have anybody really to show me or tell me. So I'm going by what people say, you know, people that I know that have been married or whatever like that. And they were trying to tell me how to handle. And so I was going by that. But that wasn't the way to actually handle her. Mm-hmm. So then God had to deal with me himself and begin to show me himself how to treat his daughter. Right. How to treat, you know, this, this woman of God. Mm-hmm. And so then I begin to learn and then she... God will use her to say, "Bay, you can't talk to me mm-hmm. that way, or you can't like you know we can't maybe get out you know we was having a heated fellowship, mm-hmm. and you know we there, and I'm trying to calm her down or what have you, and I'm like, "Bay," and I grab her, she's like, you know she ready to go to defense mode, not knowing that's what she had to do in her pre- previous relationship yeah. where she had to fight because it was abusive. You see what I'm saying? And so she had to tell me, "Bay, this is a trigger for me." Right. This you cannot do this. You cannot handle me this way. You cannot talk to me this way. And so when I begin to kind of think about it, and then my mom, mm-hmm. she was a great help at, at, at one while. She says, "That's how your father used to do me. Come on, that's how your father used to talk to me. Ooh. You can't talk to her that way because that's the part of the reason why my you and my your your father and I are not together." Whoa! And I was like, "Oh." And so I kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of, just almost kind of like went into a little boy and said, oh. mm-hmm. But see, for me, you know, my parents married 38 years. To death, they did part. I never in all my years saw my parents argue. Mm. I never saw them. We never heard it. Yeah. So if they did, we don't know where they did it at. That's yeah. the honest to God truth. I never saw wow. that. So I had a different example. You know, my dad got saved when I was five. I believe they said I was five. And my parents, whatever they did, if they had disagreements, they left the house. Mm-hmm. So it was six of us. I believe all six of us can say we didn't see that. We didn't hear that. If they did, I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, so that wasn't my example. So when he um, would be very aggressive because my husband is loud, and I tell him, I said, 
y'all all loud in Seattle? Is everybody loud? Cause you real loud. You talking real loud. I'm not talking loud here. You talking louder. So it would make me nervous. <laughs> it would make me nervous. And I'd be like, Oh Lord, what are you gonna do? Is he gonna hit me? Because his voice was so yeah. strong and it was so powerful. And I would just be sitting over there just scared and I'd get up and leave the room. Cause that was my thing. Oh, I'm finna go. I don't argue. I'm going. I'm I'm leaving. I'm going in another room or whatever. And he would follow me in the other room. So I thought he was going to beat the brakes off of me because where are you coming in here for? What what you doing? And so I would be like, man of God. I would go back to man of God. Man of God, because I want to call God back in the room. Yeah. Jesus, get him, you know. <laughs> so, like He too loud. And so he would do that. And, I, and one day I just said, listen, I cannot be afraid of you. Don't make me scared of you. Right. Because you're a man, I get that. But the way you're talking to me, that's not who you were in the beginning. I never met him. You were gentle with me. You were kind. You were loving. You remind me of my dad. So you got to stay that guy. I don't know who this dude is screaming and hollering and being loud. No, don't don't do that. Because then I'd be done picked up something scared. I'd be done. Yeah. What, what, what are you finna do? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I'm scared. So. I would respond based mm -hmm. on fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I told him I'm used to people, me, a man wanting to hit me because I have a voice. So then I lost my voice and I would say nothing. So if we had a disagreement, I don't have nothing to say mm. because I felt like if a woman said anything, it, it didn't have any value anyway. So let me just shut up. And if I shut up, then you want to pop me because I didn't say anything. Okay. After I expressed that to him and he understood how I felt, he completely stopped. It was like immediately. He never did it again because his mm -hmm. thing was, I don't ever want you scared of me. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I don't want you scared of me. Now, that's, that, that's, that's crazy. It's not even worth it for me to you to be scared of me. I said, well, thank you. I think After that, that. that principle works. Um, rather, it is marriage and ministry or marriage and business mm -hmm. or whatever yes. the case may be. Um, or even just marriage, period, because mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, the man can be at a place to where he doesn't make as much as she makes. Right. Um, and so you create that level of competition mm -hmm. with one another uh, mm -hmm. or where we both are generating businesses and your business has taken off and mine is still, you know, sputtering trying right, to get right. there. Yeah. Uh, and then that creates conflict in the house or where ministry is where one is getting phone calls and the other one isn't, you know, and that, that creates, you know, so I think that that's, that's healthy to make sure that you know who you are, your level of confidence in who you are, uh, so that that doesn't ever feel threatened at any given point. I tell people all the time, it don't matter if your wife is a lawyer and you work the drive through at McDonald's for their breakfast run. It doesn't matter. You're still the man of the house. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you still have... You know, uh, the leadership qualities, your, your money that you make does not make you a leader in the house. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It does not. Uh, and so you can still be who you are. God can still work through you, speak through you, even if you work in the drive-through. You know, you still have the ability yes, to sir. maintain a healthy house, mm -hmm. even though it seems like y'all are completely unlevel, like you're completely out of balance with each other as it relates to career-wise or, right. um, you know, <clears throat> money and everything else. Like, you can still, still make that work. Mm -hmm. um, and so 
with that, how do you, were you, were you finna say something just a minute ago? I want to make sure. Well, I had a question, but I won't forget it. What's okay. your question? So, so I'm, um, you said something earlier and I just want to know, you may not even know what the people meant that was talking to you. Uh, but I want to know if you do know, you said, um, I said, I wasn't going to forget. I better know. Um, you said, um, that they were telling you that you had to tame her boldness. Do you know what that meant or what that looks like? And I, I, I just want to know because because when they said had to curtail that or her yeah her boldness her boldness. Bo- what what does that mean? Um, as far as I believe, it's because I I, I believe the people that were telling me mm-hmm. were um, what's the word I'm looking for narcissists no oh. um, intimidated in somebody else's. Mm-hmm. By the anointing that but was that's on her, that's probably true too. That's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Intimidated by the anointing on on her, mm-hmm. and so they knew, you know, that her anointing would make they think they thought will overpower me. Mm-hmm. You know, so they said you have to tame that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how you see, you know how you have now where you see some of those, you know, those pastors and those pastors' wives, and then where they, you know, the they, you know, the pastors' wives don't really sit and they just sit over there in the corner mm-hmm. and they just be that little first lady, you know, mm-hmm. either they got anointing on them, they got something on so that's what they were saying, you know, curtail that, tame that. Hmm. You know, hmm. they you know, try to push her off into a corner where she's just quiet. She hmm. you know, she might say something but she is more she's more silent than she do talk. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. You gotcha. know. And I believe mm. that's what they were trying to they were, they were trying to tell me. Okay. Old school um, leaders um, had the thought process mm-hmm. that women, all women had a takeover spirit. Mm. Um, and so they wanted to silence her voice right? Okay. so that she didn't necessarily take over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this, this ain't Bible study, but um, we talk about Jezebel quite a bit, and we talk mm-hmm. about Jezebel being a harlot. But what we don't know is that, or haven't understood, is that the Bible speaks about several different Jezebels. It wasn't mm-hmm. just one. Uh, the one that Ahab is married to wasn't necessarily claimed to fame as a harlot. Her issue was power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had to control everything. Mm-hmm. And even though she was the queen, she was overpowering her king husband mm-hmm. and forcing him to do stuff that she wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. All the prophets of Baal had to do what she wanted she them wanted to do. Them to and so when Elijah came against that authority, mm-hmm. now she wanted him dead because now he is over, overpowering her existence in authority. Mm-hmm. And so um, a lot of times the old school leaders would look at that and say, nah, they got to be quiet. They got to be quiet because yeah. um, they're they going to overpower us. And mm-hmm. so, man, um, you know, kudos to all those who are able to take that muzzle off uh, <laughs> and allow that freedom to come through um, because there's no way we can preach and teach that one can put a 1,000 to flight but two can put 10,000 and then muzzle the two. Exactly. <laughs> but see, what mm-hmm. they don't know is, what people don't know, I'm a horrible introvert. Horrible. To this day, I am an introvert. Before I met my husband, voice, this, oh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> now I'll be crying. Oh, my God, no, no, no. It was always no. I've always sung all my life, so it was easier for me to sing than say anything else. So before I met him, I didn't have a voice. It, none of this was me. God literally had to create it because I couldn't do it. I was a very shamed young lady. So after I met him and I began to share my, 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 my life and growing up, he's like, 
what? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. uh, scared of my own shadow. People don't believe that, but that was my life. Mm-hmm. So literally before I met him, God took me through a series of, of lifestyle changes. He had to change me for him because mm-hmm. he didn't need a wife that he could just sit over there and push her around. He didn't need that because we strengthen each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we strengthen each other. Our, our giftings are, are somewhat the same. We're mm-hmm. both hairstylists. We all, we had a, we had so much in common that we became friends before we even became a family. Mm. And so we were such good friends that it just met, it just matched, so, you know, it just made it. Since both of y'all, are really good with hairstyles and stuff. Yeah, I think I look great with um, if I nope. lock my hair. Nope. And and all right. So anyway, so y'all are <laughs> husband and wife. Well, Already you know, been down that road. I, you know, I, I, oh, I lock my hair, so you know I will say go for it. You know, but I cut it off. Okay, never mind. I just lost the fight. Right. Um, exactly. So I mean, you can do it. <laughs> you 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 guys are married. Mm-hmm. Pastors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> parents, <laughs> foster parents, yeah. business owners. Yeah. How in the world do you find time to create balance? Oh, we make that. We have to. Oh, we have to. He he showed me how to do it. Did you see the look in her eyes? <laughs> <laughs> we only said with the right one. Listen, I think I'm going to talk about yeah. what I want to talk he about. Me, he showed me how to do it because when I met him, I did not know how to do that. Yeah. I thought it was just ministry, ministry, ministry because of the way that I was raised. Mm-hmm. But when I met my husband, he just did things differently and he took me places and he did things with me and I'm sitting up there like calling on Jesus. And he's like, babe, calm down. It's going to be all right. You're not going to hell because yeah. we sitting in this restaurant and that happened to be a bar over there. Yeah. You know, I'm like, uh, well, oh, man of God, music. they got live music. I'm like, man of God, this ain't God. This ain't the Lord. This ain't the holiness. Wait, wait. And I then, remember I took her. <laughs> I'm Lord, I know. Yes. I do. On Sunday, uh, in, on Lamar. Uh-huh. And so I took her to Brooklyn's. And I thought she was about to have a whole conniption. Like, she was just about to have a fit and just, like, lose. I'm like, babe, it's okay. It's yeah. tables. It's a restaurant. They just have live music over there. Right. Yeah. You know, they're just, playing, they're just playing jazz. Was, yeah. You know, I think because we both grew up the same. We both grew up, you know, old school. A wonderful oldies. change. You know, uh, where, you know, <laughs> certain things you could not do, wasn't permitted to, you couldn't wear, or mm-hmm. certain places you could not go, you know. Um, if you, they, they found out you did, you were sat down because you wasn't saved. You mm-hmm. had to make an altar, repent, do all that stuff, what have you. Uh, some of that stuff was really nonsense. But um, I think as I got older, before I met her, I had kind of stepped out and started venturing out mm-hmm. and finding out that you can be saved and still enjoy life. Yeah. You know, you can be saved and go to a concert, and it might not be a gospel concert. You know, but just because you there, just because it's not a gospel concert, concert doesn't mean that you're not saved. Absolutely. And you can still enjoy. Absolutely. You know, and have a life outside of church. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when I took her to Brooklyn's, she, you know, she had, she finally calmed down. And then next thing you know, we went from Brooklyn's and we went to Sambuca's and then, you know. Yeah. The Sambuca's, we went to, uh, what's the other soul food restaurant? I don't know. Uh, I that, know it was, um, yeah, the soul food restaurant, it was, <laughs> it, it was one it? in Addison. In one in oh, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. They closed down the one in Addison a long time ago. And kept the, and one, kept the one in Fort Worth. The yeah. And I can't think of the name of it, I but I know think. exactly what you're talking about. But they had live music, so now then she's starting mm-hmm. to become more know. comfortable. 
-hmm. you know, just enjoying life mm -hmm. and find out there is freedom. There is life outside of church. Yeah. Listen, oh, and we didn't go in there doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. No. Right. We just went, we, we would always go somewhere to eat and just enjoy a wonderful meal in a different environment. Exactly. And so I don't want I don't want people to get the uh the thought that we went out and started doing all kind of ungodly stuff that was not right it. No, no 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 the places that we would go would be very respectable places mm -hmm. because he knew that i wasn't comfortable mm -hmm. that's the thing i love about him as well he didn't take me anywhere that i was uncomfortable mm -hmm. and and so in introducing me to different things uh going on cruises and different things of that nature when you go on those 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 things they got music they got all kind of stuff going on mm -hmm. i don't have to get involved in it in order to enjoy the ambience of the of the of the atmosphere of the place right. that I'm in. Exactly. So we I had to learn to balance myself because I had never seen it. I had never seen some of those restaurants. I didn't even know that that um Torelli's was a good place. I didn't know anything about these different places. So he took me to nicer restaurants in different places and they just happened to have these things in those places. So I learned to enjoy my husband. Cause if I didn't enjoy my husband Somebody else was going to enjoy my husband. Well, now. Buttons. That's it. That's the Buttons. name of the place. Somebody yeah. wrote it. Thank you so much, yeah. uh, Brittany. You know, I believe that there is a a whole balance between listening to Father, I stretch my hands to thee and y'all don't send me to hell. Or, you know, listening to Priceless from Joe. There has got to be a I love music. Okay. Yeah, m music. Listen, I'm not listening to gospel oh. music when I want to spend time with my wife. Hello, somebody. I'm not listening to Shirley C's or John B. Key, you know. I'm not I'm not doing it. You know, all that. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I love live music, oh right? Like, like, oh. I, I, <laughs> like, I love live music. You know, I, shoot. <laughs> Should I tell them why I want you to take Listen. me to California? Listen. Why you, you want to go to California? You want to know why I, I want to go to California? Listen. Listen. <laughs> My husband has been dead a hundred years, and they just gave him a star in Hollywood. And so my husband got to take me to Hollywood so that I can take a picture by Tupac's star. By Tupac. I, I got to go take it. And, you know, if you got to send me to hell, just pray me back to heaven because I'm going. And because, you know, because I just do not believe that God meant for me to listen to Jesus music all day. If he would, then he wouldn't have to take the Holy Spirit. It could dwell with me always because that's all I'm listening to. I think there's a balance to what so, we listen to. You got to know what to feed your spirit, too. Absolutely. You, know, you do got to know what to feed yourself, and you got to know your limitations as to what you can put in your spirit that's mm -hmm. going to keep you in a place with God. Because mm -hmm. for me, if it's going to mess with my anointing, I'm not listening to it. I don't want to hear right. you cussing and talking crazy. Mm -hmm. I do not want to hear that. Now, that my thing stand. was, my, I had a thing for Ben Tankard. He is a gospel uh, a jazz artist, but I love me some Ben Tanker. So everything jazz was Ben Tanker, but people thought I was listening to something else. I'm like, y'all just real dumb, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mind your business. You don't even know what I'm listening to, but I'm I'm careful as to what I put in my spirit, okay. And then when I'm with my husband. Sometimes we listen to other things, and I tolerate it as long as I can tolerate it, and then we'll find ourselves listening to something else, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so we listen to whatever we listen to as long as we can stand it, mm -hmm. and then when they get real crazy, okay, can you turn that? Oh, Lord, then it made me tired. You know, so my spirit <laughs> will get tired, and we'll do something else, you know. But we still enjoy, mm -hmm. you know, not always listening. I'm not 
I'm not listening to Shirley Caesar. She, I'm not. She not. I don't want to hold. I don't want no peanut butter and jelly neither. I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> what I want to hold is not a mule. Listen, oh, hold on. You know, speaking of that, here we go. Here's the slide in. Here go. I slide in. She opened the door for that one. She did. She don't even know she opened the door for this next conversation. My God. So, so you scared? No. Okay, good deal. You know what I'm fixing to talk about? I ain't never scared. You know what I'm fixing to talk about? You know what I'm fixing to talk about? Okay, good. So, speaking of that, I have been trying to figure out how I was going to bring this um, up. Um, um, Is it Dietrich Cadden? Ain't that his Mm -hmm. name? So, Dietrich Cadden and his wife. Dietrich Cadden turns 50. And they allow people who cannot be trusted in a party. And the people Mm -hmm. who cannot be trusted in a party makes a video. And put it live. And put it live on Facebook mm-hmm. of him um, having fun with his, with his wife at a party with people who he should have vetted. Right? I made a post on Facebook some years ago, and I said that preachers could be more honest um, if y'all would allow them to be more real without you guys being critical. Now, and I say that because... Uh, now. People might send me to hell for this, too. They send me to hell for a lot of stuff, Matthew. Just don't worry about it. I'm used to going by now. I promise I'm with Jesus, though. Um, but I, I, Nikisha, that love God with all of her heart, that's the spokesman for him, do not at all believe that, that I think the only wrong thing he did was who he invited. It was a party. I didn't see the video. They were closed off. Um, well, in at the in in it, she's he's standing up, okay. and she's dancing with him, but she's okay. dancing with her butt up against him. Okay, he fifty. Uh-huh. He done made it half a century, mm-hmm. and they're at his birthday party. My only concern is <laughs> that they didn't vet who they invited, because people tend to forget that because we're called. There's a level of us that everybody can't know everything. And don't get me wrong. I don't go alone to get along. That's key. I don't go alone to get along. And I don't think that a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of these people is doing is right. Let me, let me start there. That's my, where I preface it. Because some of these people out here did wrong. But I think that as it relates to the party, uh, that what he did wrong was didn't vet the people. Because there was no way that as... <laughs> A man of God that he should have allowed somebody to put him because at that point it doesn't just become you with um, your wife because everybody can't take all of you. And there's this thing about, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to go way off right here, but just hit my hand if I'm too far. Um I, I didn't say nothing yet. Oh, um, I was practicing. You know, I, I feel like sometimes, as sometimes as leaders, you even invite your you invite um, your members in too far, your leaders you that are in the church in too far, right? Um, I'll never forget um, at the at the courting stages, you know, or whatever of what we had um, going. Um, Sunday to me are family days. And if anybody is listening from the church, I love you. This is not meant bad, but it it will make my point. Sundays to me are family days. But every Sunday we would go out to eat and the leaders would go 
and I said one day, baby, why do they, you know, what, what is happening? And he was like, well, no, that's just, you know, it was nothing wrong because as a single man, that's what they did. Let's go eat. You know, it wasn't that it was somebody else that was married. So it just made sense. And so I had to say, man, let's pick and choose our battles. Cause at this point we're trying to pull in, not just us, man, but these four crazy kids. So some days just got to be designated for the family. And if we decide that these will be days, then we'll go back and we'll curtail <laughs> what we said. And it can become, you know, about everybody. Because I do feel like sometimes you let people in. But it bothers me that people um, would send this man to hell and be on there saying, so you, now, now I don't know his lifestyle outside of what I've seen. So I'm not saying he's 100% correct. But I am saying as far as what I've seen, all I can see wrong is that he didn't vet the people he invited to the party. Well, you see, and that's what he should have done. He should be more careful. Because mm-hmm. the Bible says that we have to uh, shun the very appearance Absolutely. of evil. And then, you know, as one thing, you know, you have to know who to invite in your circle. That's it. That's very true. And you have to know to and you be able to trust, okay, you, y'all know I'm a little crazy, so I might do something a little crazy. But y'all not going to put my business But it's going to stay right here. And it's going to stay right here mm-hmm. because all I need to know, people need to know, is that I'm a man of God. They mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, you know, man or woman of God, whoever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, and not have to worry about, oh, did they see such, such, or did they, did they see that? Did somebody put that on Facebook or social media? You know, everybody don't need to know your business. Do not. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's things that are private. You know, um, even when you was talking about inviting leaders sometimes into your circle, sometimes you can't even invite your church or your leaders into your circle because there's some days I don't want to be bothered with my members. Listen, I don't want to be bothered with the church folk. I just want me, her, and my kids. Or if I have my my immediate family, Mm -hmm. and that's it. But I'm not dealing with none of the members. Because mm-hmm. I won't have to deal with none of your issues. I don't want her to have to deal with none of your issues. And I don't want her prophetic anointing trying to kick in. And she got to prophesy to you where I'm trying to have family time or have, you know, us time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see that, what I'm saying? That, that tends to happen so, when, yeah. you, when you intermix it. So we had to learn the balance of that. Have we had to, to learn that balance. Uh, because I feel like a lot of people don't know that balance. And when you get ready to get married, you're still doing the same stuff you were doing when you were single. But now that doesn't work. It has to switch. So, so how they saw you as a single, they don't see you like that no more. They want you to stay there. They don't. They don't want to see you married. They want to see you available. Mm, I want way. you. I want to be able to call you when I want to. You be to come running when I want you to come. And I don't want him or her getting in the way. So sometimes the members or the the leadership or whoever is very very close, hate to say it, they can get jealous of your connection, My and God. they feel like, well, you took them from me. No. Mm-hmm. They chose to get married. So allow them to be married. That's right. Um, and so, you know, I, I talk to my spiritual father a lot about a lot of things when it comes to this part of ministry. And he gives me the, 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 the best advice. And he says, daughter, sometimes your members will fall in love with you. And I say, er. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we start watching different behaviors and things of that nature. As long as you're available for them, they're great. But when you say no, then there's an issue. So we had to learn to start. Are we are we trying to be back. funny? And you know, and, and you have to. Sometimes you have to. 
you just have to pull back from the ones that's closest to you because now it's becoming an issue. When you see it becoming an issue, you have to know how to gracefully uninvite them. Mm-hmm. Gracefully go do something and they don't know. Well, I didn't know y'all were going. Well, it's okay, baby. Y'all need to find something to do. Y'all need to go <laughs> to the movies. Okay, you know, take baby. your family and do right. something with your family because now we've made you our family. And right. I don't always want to sit up with my family. Well, and you know what? The <laughs> the biggest thing this and we're going <laughs> this and we're going back to uh, healthy marriages. But the biggest <laughs> issue that I found with it is, um, it's not so much of um, the them pulling in or wanting to be in a space as much of it is oh, yes if it i pull is. you in too clo- unless it is that's true <laughs> but my the the thing is if i pull you in too close then you begin to forget who i am in your life mm-hmm. and you want to become common yeah and so then you then you you friends. you feel two slots but mm-hmm. you begin to hone in on the lesser of the two and forget the space. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up and talk about that because I, I thought can I these people are the crazy. Thing that you yes, said, ma'am. You said. So here, here's me, and, and, and this is no judgment, no slight towards him or mm-hmm. his wife. But I believe that if that's the way they choose to carry on, mm-hmm. that should have been a private event. Mm-hmm. And then you monitor what's being released and or not released. And ask the people. We're going to ask you all, please, to put your phones away. This is our private time, and we like to have our our rendition of fun, because I just I just don't believe some of these babies got here and y'all was standing up singing Kumbaya. It didn't I mean, happen. I mean, and none so, of them got here. That way. What they should have did was collect the phones at the door. As soon as you walked in, give me your phone. Or put your phone you away, know, we please. Need your devices. You know, whatever. Because some exactly. places will ask you to put your phone away. Mm-hmm. If that's what you do, you know that's that's your choice. Mm-hmm. But you cover yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. Exactly. You know, it's a it's a sad indictment that we've gone to this extreme for a man to not be able to enjoy his wife without taking public criticism. Criticism mm-hmm. And um, that's mm-hmm. and a lot of people who are super critical of it are some folks who are not happy where they are. Exactly. You know, and this is a ongoing issue, rather it is uh, Dietrich dancing or y'all going to a restaurant with live music or us taking vacation you know it people will create an idea of oh, your really? image mm-hmm. and when you don't line up with their idea of your image then they they become <laughs> super critical yeah right mm-hmm. um, when the truth of the matter is is that my marriage will never work like your marriage nope. that's right mm-hmm. and nope. so you know even when um uh, I do marriage counseling. I tell people, hey, listen, you go home and write down a whole page of what you think marriage ought to be. And you go home and write down a whole page mm-hmm. of what you think marriage ought to be. Mm-hmm. When we come back together, you read your paper, you read your paper. Now y'all got that out? Tear it up and put it in trash. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot come into a marriage with your idea nope. and your mm-hmm. idea. Because nope. y'all's ideas are Absolutely. not going to match. Absolutely. You got to create this you book. You got to create it as you go. As you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you come in with your idea of it, like this is the way you know my mom and daddy did it. This is the way my grandpa did it. And it's never going to work Mm-mm. because none of our marriages align the same. <laughs> well, my daddy always drove my mama around. Our marriages are not going to be the same. Listen, we had that thing. <laughs> yeah. We I'm had like, that thing. She would like 
buy certain seasonings, you know, because I like to cook, you know, because mm-hmm. my mom, you know, she, you know, she was a, she's a cook, mm-hmm. and she, you know, she t- taught me how to cook, and so I'm like, well, we don't buy them kind of seasons. Well, this ain't we. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't your mama, and you know, so at, at first, you know, I we kind of had to battle food, who was gonna go cook or who, you know, house. what kind of stuff we would buy, you know, whatever like that. <laughs> but then finally, I had to learn. We had to create. Yeah, you know. Okay, well, we gonna cook it this way, or we gonna do it this way, mm-hmm. you know, not how we we've done or how I've done it, you know, and with my parents or whatever like that. Listen, listen. So we fixing to get to <laughs> loving through some difficulties, but you ain't had nothing, Tina. Till your mama was a cook, and your daddy cooked too. So you come in the kitchen and watch and start asking, "What's that?" Well, that's how I grew I mean, up. My that, both of my parents were cooks. That's that's his mother was a cook, so I don't, I don't know where you. But were going we didn't with have. That. That. You don't know where I was going with it. Nah, I don't know. Where okay, because I, the dude oh, I married, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, he because his mom was a excellent cook, mm-hmm. oh, and his dad, you know, had the things that he cooked mm-hmm. that he was just used to what some of the things looked like, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he would come in the kitchen and be like, "Why are you using that?" Why are you using that seasoning? What's that for? And you know, he would he would let me get over in the meal and be uh-huh. in the kitchen looking in my pots. And you know, May Honey told me, "Don't nobody go in your pots." And so, you know, that's just how that works. But you know, I'm just saying. You know, I'm not saying this for everybody. I'm saying this for the dude that I'm married to. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's perfectly fine. I married you, so your pot is my pot. We are one. Baby, let him dip his finger in that pot. Listen. You want to know what that is? Dip that in there, listen. baby. I mean, listen. I promise you'll never eat those again. You listen. <laughs> when I'm done, <laughs> listen. <laughs> get, get out of my kitchen and out of my pots. Listen. Mm-mm, you better let him in them pots, baby. So, um, mm-hmm. so I think this is the good segue so, for that. You know, to you know, how do how do you love through difficulties? You know, yeah. and, you know, oh, in wow. in difficult times. Um, you know, um, you know, I wanna I wanna say. Kind of like you, I, I used to watch I Love Lucy a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was crazy because it was several, 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 several seasons down the line mm-hmm. before they even slept in the same bed. You know they had two different beds, mm-hmm. um, and you know marriages nowadays are doing the exact same thing when they get mad or frustrated or things are not working. That one sleep in one part of the house, the other sleep in another part of the house, or one don't sleep at the house at all. They somewhere completely mm-hmm. different. Oh, no. How do you how do you master? <laughs> you gotta get your mad butt in this bed. <laughs> so we tried that. We tried it. So this was early on in our marriage. Early, early, it. early, early. So we were upset about something. I can't remember what it was. And so me, I'm gonna go upstairs. I'm just I'm that mad. I'm going upstairs, and I'm just gonna sleep going upstairs. And he said, I'm not moving nowhere. I'm going to sleep in my bed. I said, well, you sleep in your bed. And I went upstairs, and I thought somebody put bricks under my back because no no matter how I turn, that couch got harder and harder, like somebody <laughs> was stabbing me in my back. It was probably maybe about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, forget this. I'm going back downstairs. He's just going to have to be mad. So I go back downstairs, and, you know, I kind of tiptoe downstairs because now I'm ashamed like I did say I wasn't going to sleep. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, okay, he's sleep. I go in and I crawl in the bed, ease in the bed, 
and I'm going to lay on the edge of the bed, mm-hmm. you know, but he have this thing. We had this thing. We, you know, kind of touch each other. So I just kind of slightly touched him to see if he was asleep so I could scoot back into the bed because I thought I was going to fall out. But by the time I scooted back in the bed, he put his arm around me and we back, we back like, oh, he didn't say nothing flip. So I was cool. Yeah. But the next day, you know, we kind of talked about it and laughed because I felt like the Lord put a brick no, under my back. Was that not the next in day? In the middle of the night, the Holy Ghost woke us up and we started talking. Yeah, we talked about what we dealt with, what mm-hmm. we had, what had happened. Then we went back to sleep. Yeah. My God, the Lord so did it in the middle up. of the night. He wouldn't let you sleep. Well, because, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I like sleep. Don't mm-hmm. worry about the it. The Bible mm-hmm. tells us that don't let the sun mm-hmm. go down on your wrath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, don't go to bed angry. I was always like, no, you never go to bed angry because you never know. Mm-hmm. You may not wake up or that person you with mm-hmm. may not yeah. wake up mm-hmm. the next morning. And then you don't want that to be the last thing that you have, you know, that you have in your memoir. Your your memory mm-hmm. is that you guys had an argument. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you could have said something different. Now it's too late because now you sent over the casket looking at your loved one. Right. And it's too late. They, they ain't going to be able to hear you. Mm-hmm. So now it's like when we have arguments or... Because we, we have arguments. Mm-hmm. Saints have arguments. Yeah. Saints do. Yeah. Saints have either fellowship. I mean, do. I don't want nobody to get the notion that just because you saved and sanctified, you're not going to have an argument. That devil's a liar. And so we have. <laughs> you have. I'm sorry, you. but we do. We uh, <laughs> fellowship. We used to. We don't. We ain't. And so we had more heated fellowships before the I do than we do after. Yeah, well, we don't have crazy. them like that. Not, but not, we, not like that. You know, but if no, we have we our do. disagreements, mm-hmm. we, we have talk them. It out so before. I think, yeah, that's what he's saying. You know, we yeah, have those moments know. when we may not agree about something, mm-hmm. but we go ahead and deal with it and be done with it. Now, there's been times we tried to go to sleep and, and we, we talk and turn, and both of us can like. You know what? Let's talk about this because we don't get no sleep because yeah. father ain't gonna let us. Yeah, we two, three, so, four, five o'clock in the morning, laughing loud. You know, waking up the kids because we, we, we done cracked it. up and we laughing about what had happened and all that mm-hmm. crazy stuff. So God taught us early on how not to let stuff linger. Mm-hmm. Where I think a lot of people mess up is okay. I'm mad today. I'm gonna be mad tomorrow. Next week, the other person done came, apologized, and trying to move on, and you still holding on to. So where is forgiveness? People don't know how to forgive each other. That's why you can't stay mad. Because you don't you don't know how to forgive. It, right. Marriage Whoop. takes a lot, a lot, a lot of forgiveness mm-hmm. and forgetting ends. what they did. Okay, yeah. people, you want to keep up? Well, you know, last week. You, well, that was last week. What are we doing today? <laughs> what, yeah. what are we doing today? Why are we still dealing with you know old stuff? So we learned to just not do that because it didn't work that's for good. us. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. That's I good. mean, you know, you can sit there and hold on to stuff uh, forever. You know, and you know, cancers don't normally do that. Tyruses do. But um, no, I, just, I was just being funny. I was just being funny. <laughs> Nobody laughed. <laughs> I was just being funny. It was a joke. You can't take a joke. I, I laugh with them. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, um, forgiveness and forgiveness. Period. Across the board, whether yes. it is your marriage or friendships or mm-hmm. in the church is a real dirty word because for me to forgive you makes me feel like I'm weak and that's not mm-hmm. the truth. That is so far from the truth. Me being able to forgive shows my strength. Mm-hmm. It shows power. Yeah, I, power. I'm able yeah. to overcome what was not necessarily intended to make me fall but could have. Could have. Mm-hmm. And so now my level of forgiveness says what could have made me fall didn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. 
So to be able to get to that point, and but a lot of times, you know, those issues or pride comes in, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you feel like you got the upper hand. Right. And mm-hmm. so now I'm going to wait, and then the next opportunity I get, I'm going to show you how I really feel about this. <laughs> you know. Right. And so now these Ooh. relationships don't necessarily work because for days going into weeks, we've been harboring something just to get back at the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of divorces happen in the church. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and it amazes me as we, you know, we've talked about how you see more divorces in the church than you do in the world. Mm-hmm. When it should be opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because ones don't know how to forgive and let go of what was. Because if it happened back, you know, if it happened and happened, okay, you know, pray about it, let's talk about it, and let's forgive and let's move on. Yeah, you know, well, in in it's not always easy. In the but, but it but, takes work. But here's the thing: there are more divorces in the church because the world lived by another creed that the church should live by. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's facts. Mm-hmm. Their 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 loyalty, the streets' loyalty is different. Um, how they care is different. They're, it's just different because in the church we feel like we have a hundred different options. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm gonna get in trouble when I say this, and we're gonna go back to these difficulties. But not only do we have a hundred different options, but there are people in leadership positions um who are um what's the word you used earlier? Um the word escaped me, it'll come back in a minute. Um but but who are um masters at getting in people's head to narcissist. get what they want. Narcissist, that's the word. Mm-hmm. In leadership positions. And so then you have, um, and here we go, every time we have this conversation, I have to say, because we're all over the country, that I am pro-church, I am pro-God, I am pro-Jesus. This is not me talking down, but I do believe in speaking truth. Um, And so then you have those within the church who are not strong enough to use their own mind and what they know to be true. So for whatever the narcissist is giving them information because they can get from them, they'll give them information. And, you know, narcissists come in all kind of callings. Um, And so people are walking away. Yeah, you got it. I heard it. Uh, People begin to walk away from what they know to be right because they trusted a voice Mm -hmm. that told them you don't have to take this. Listen, my grandparents, as long as I lived, have never slept in the same room in the same bed. Oh, my my grand never. N- I mean never. May honey, my, my grandmother um, that passed, her and my grandfather, and my grandfather died when I was five, I want to say. But they never slept in the same room. They met in the kitchen every morning, and he she made his breakfast. They've never. Uh, listen, granddaddies had kids. Grandmamas had kids, and they wasn't always together, but they knew what it meant to stay together for whatever that reason was. Now, if you blow the wrong way, somebody has told you you don't have to take that, and you listen. I was listening to uh, First Lady Jakes, and she Mm -hmm. made a comment Mm. about marriage, and she said they make these vows but they don't want to honor those vows. So you make up these new vows. Mm-hmm. And she just basically said, shut up. Just shut up. Because you said for better or worse. 
richer or poor in sickness and health. You don't get to redo the ma- the marriage vow. This is a lot of reasons why stuff ain't working because we run redone the vows. We, mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna be friends today, and we're gonna see how it works next week. No, boo, that ain't marriage. Yeah, that's right. When you say okay. for better or worse, a lot of times the worst comes first. The worst is coming. Listen. And we've had our worst moments. We've had our we've had moments that he and I should be divorced should. within the first year. Man, listen, I, uh, you know, I'm an old church boy. All I know is church, right? All I know is Bible. Um, when God told Moses to create the anointing oil, and He gave him all the ingredients, He said, "You get these ingredients together, and then you take these ingredients to the apothecary, and they are going to mm-hmm. put it together to create the anointing oil." He said, I want you to anoint every instrument and everything that the priest would use so that the consistency of the anointing will always be there. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the ingredients for the anointing oil, they got bitter and they got sweet. However, there is more bitter than it is sweet, sweet. Mm-hmm. that goes into the anointing oil. And so all of the stuff that comes together to make things greater has to be more bitter, bitter. than That's it is sweet. sweet. Yeah. And so a lot of times we can't handle the bitter in between our sweet times. Mm-hmm. And so we want that sweetness all the time. Mm-mm. And that's, that's not necessarily, you know, what that is. Because we're human. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so we're always going to have a difference in opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to think your way. I don't care how long we've been married. We can that's think right. each other's thoughts and it'd be great. We can complete each other's sentences. But there's going to be some things that we're not we're going to think alike on. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's not not that I think that your idea is just dumb, crazy, and stupid. I just don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you have to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. That's it. When exactly. you can't agree on a certain thing, sometimes you have to table it mm-hmm. and say, you know, we're going to agree to disagree and let's move on mm-hmm. and not touch that because we know that's a sensitive thing right there and let's move on to something different. And then in time, if time permits, We'll come back to that and then deal with it. And stop asking outside folks for their opinion when you and your mate don't agree. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because their opinion is just that, an opinion, opinion. but they're not in it with you. And because I'm your friend. Yeah, you can't do that. A lot of times I'm going to tell you, yeah, you, man, man, listen, you need to go back and tell them that... you know, and now all of a sudden we into it in the house, mm-hmm. and they eating Cheerios and stuff, watching TV. What they do, right. you know? So now- right. I had Come someone on, say to me, someone say to me uh, in the infancy when we were going through a really, 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 really horrible time. Um, they said, um, "You need to get a divorce." Immediately, my mind was, "That's what you did." Mm. I didn't get married to get divorced. Mm-hmm. So, for whatever reason. I'm going to stay right here mm-hmm. and I'm going to deal with what I got to deal with. Was I hurt? Yes. Was I angry? Absolutely. Was I furious to God? Yes. Because you didn't tell me this right here. Yeah. But he said, yeah, I did tell you and I showed you you were going to hit a hard place. And I'm like, when? And he showed me back the dreams that he showed me. And I'm like, whoa, this is what that is? So it was really bad. It was horrible. <laughs> so I thought I just and ate too many late people, <laughs> you're right. right. Many people would not be able to overcome what we overcame. Mm-hmm. I've had people come up to me and say, you're a better woman than I am. No, I'm not a better woman than you are. I'm just that one for this right here. Mm-hmm. I'm the one for this assignment. That's just not your assignment. So mind your business and I'll mind mine over here and we're going to be great while y'all will be divorced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've watched it happen. Okay, so going through that 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 difficult time, it was beyond difficult. 
because now it comes to the sickness and in health mm-hmm. yeah. and it put us at a place where we became a public spectacle hmm. we became the talk of the city everybody had something to say we would go in churches and i would feel like are uh, is all eyes over here people would Can, speculate they would speculate until i stood up and gave my own testimony yeah. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so I can crush all the talk. I'm gonna tell on mm-hmm. my own self, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna test. I'm gonna say what you know, what 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 happened, what happened, what went down. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we, you know, that's what I chose to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, but I did that to crush the, you know, some people like trying to speculate, trying to figure out what's going on. Let me let me hush y'all up. This is yeah. what happened. Yeah, because we weren't, and we weren't even leaders then. We were just. Regular people or regular ministers before we had just really mm-hmm. went into the ministry side of our, our, our marriage when before that came aboard, we were just regular. And this thing hit and it hit hard. And most marriages would not survive what we what we went through. They yeah, would I've not n- mm-hmm. I know women would have said, Good evening, goodbye, God bless you, and I hope mm-hmm. you die. You know, mm-hmm. but for me I was like, No, we're not doing that. You're not gonna die on me. I was mad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what you doing? Well, I'm just asking God to take me. Take you where? Where you going? I said, I repent. I'm too young to be a widow, dude. As you forgive me, I'm ready to go. You know, and I'm you like, know, where, where are you going? Else. No, we wasn't doing that. And I'm like, no, what you finna do? Nigga. That's what she said. Get up. That's what you finna do. You finna get up, and you we gonna walk this out, and we gonna figure out what we're dealing with. Yeah. And oh, I feel the glory. Hey, that about sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went somewhere else. But I watched God do something that's not done with people because people don't have patience with one another. If I marry you, I married every part of you. Mm-hmm. So I looked at what if that had been me? How would I want him to do me if I had been the one that did it? Yeah, right. The Bible yeah. said, consider yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I started considering myself. Would I want him to abandon me, shut me down, throw me to, de- to, to death, just throw me in hell, and just walk away from me? And I thought about it. I said, no, nah, I wouldn't want him to do that because uh, it could have been me over there, right over there, mm-hmm. over there. Because before I got through being mad at God, I did a few things, mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Let me get on him and sit down and be graceful. Man, li- oh, listen. my God. Man, listen. <laughs> I- this thing with people nowadays where they forget that they ain't always been where they are um, bothers me to no end because Hmm. we have this thing for whatever reason that to where I can become super critical of you Mm -hmm. in your marriage Mm -hmm. because I feel like where I am I'm at a better place than you are in your marriage. So now I can judge you and say all this other stuff. When the truth of the matter is, is that all of us have been dirty at some point in our life. Mm -hmm. And we cannot keep forgetting. We cannot continue to forget where God pulled us from. Mm -hmm. And some people are still in it. They just got one foot in it and one foot somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so because you haven't been exposed, it makes it easy for you to criticize other people. Exactly. And and so we've got to minimize um, what we hear from, you know, the naysayers or the supercritical people, um, you know, and, and again, I told her I'm just a church boy, uh, but, but even the woman that was bent double in the Bible and, and the, um, the synagogue leaders were like, well, Jesus, you could have healed her on another day. 
You could have came back and did this some other day. Right. No, 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 no. I need to do it now because at this moment is when she needed me. When she needed me. And so, you know, in these marriages, in our marriages, we got to make sure that we don't push off what could be done now because we keep listening to other people and we keep... You keep listening to these crazy people, and you go crazy. You go crazy. And now you in the house looking at the person you said I do too crazy mm -hmm. because you don't listen to crazy people put crazy ideas in mm -hmm. your crazy head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you know, you, going in, no, no one is perfect. Everybody is flawed. You're two flawed people coming together from two different worlds. You've been born differently, but you got to come together and create a life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So and in creating a life, you're going to mess up at, at times. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't mean your mess up is going to be as bad as my mess up, but I still might mess up. Mm -hmm. So are you going to stick with me when I mess up or are you going to give up on me till you mess up? Mm -hmm. So you want that same grace. You want me to show you grace when but you, you mess up, but you don't want to give it. So to whom much is given, much is required. I got to give as much grace as I want to get because I never know five years down the line what's going to happen to me. Right. You see, so mm -hmm. when in that moment I realized how much I loved him and I wanted him to live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I wanted him to live more than I wanted him to die. And I was mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, God, hold up. Wait a minute now. Now, I ain't trying to be no widow now. We got to do something different, Lord. So I went in prayer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So instead of criticizing him and doing all those things, I started really bombarding heaven for my husband. And I got on my face. And that's what I tell women. You know, they tell, well, you you keep talking about prayer because prayer changed it. What listen. you talking about? Mm -hmm. Man, listen. I it, was, it changed it. I will say this. I, and I got to be honest. You know, I'm, I'm, I get in trouble because, you know, I'm transparent. Uh -oh. So I tell on myself a lot. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, this is my third marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, Me my, too. My second marriage um, we talked about balance. We didn't have any. Uh, my ministry was hot at the time. If 52 weeks out of a year, I was probably doing a conference or a revival at least 26 times that in the year. And so I was every week somewhere, every week somewhere, every other week somewhere. And um, we kind of lost each other. And so through uh, mental evolution, because the mind constantly grows, um, through mental evolution, man, we kind of grew in different ways. And what was a value or important to her wasn't a value and wasn't important to me because we didn't grow this thing together. Mm -hmm. um, we we did church really, really well. And then we got home and we were looking at each other like, so... <laughs> yeah. So we had nothing to fall back on if it wasn't, you know, a bump, you know, going. If it wasn't mm -hmm. a B3 sitting in the yeah. house. You know, we didn't, we didn't have anything to fall back on. And so... There was a lot of arguments and frustration and things that we didn't necessarily know how to handle that. And and here's the transparent part. And and I gotta be honest. I wasn't praying about it. Mm -hmm. And ask God for His direction, His guidance for it. Right. All I knew was that I was a street dude, and you can't come at me this way. Mm. So I'm done. Mm. You know. And so, um, what I've learned from that in walking into this marriage. Is that you can't you cannot allow Corey to be uncaged because that's where problems happen, mm -hmm. and so you got to walk differently. You got to you got to pray better. You got to you got to you got to listen to gather gather an understanding rather than listening to respond. Mm 
Um, mm. You got to be able to uh, try to see things from both perspectives and try mm -hmm. to understand and create a happy medium, you know, mm -hmm. so that, you know, things don't get blown out of proportion. You got to mm -hmm. you got to be able to communicate without having your voice at the roof um, so that people can receive you and it's not offensive. You know, so all these things now work in concert to create a healthier balance, a healthier marriage, uh, to be able to diffuse difficult times and to be able to get to a place to where you can just have a healthy marriage, you know, and it took me all this time to figure this stuff yeah. out because listen, I don't, I don't like being yelled at. I don't like all this, you know, and when you begin to insult my intelligence and stuff, I don't know how to handle that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I started acting crazy. So, uh, but I had to learn that. And so God put me in a um, better place, man. And so it took me years, years of God putting me in a um, place for me to be able to develop a greater sense of understanding. Uh, and so I think that is absolutely necessary and important because if you don't gather that point, you'll continue to do the same thing over and over again. And it becomes this cycle. And the wheel keeps spinning, wheel keeps spinning, wheel keeps spinning, mm -hmm. and the wheel keeps spinning, and the same stuff keeps happening over and mm -hmm. over again. Almost like you become a repeat offender. Absolutely. Over the same mm -hmm. thing. You know, I, I, I'm fixing to say something, then I'm going to what my point was. But uh, Dr. J and I started this courting phase, and so I started asking questions. You guys know me from way back when. So you know when my life was just ministry, 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 ministry. Well, when my life stopped being ministry, 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 I found this break where once a quarter I would just steal away. My girls would be well taken care of. And just for the weekend, I would steal away and just get myself, gather myself. Um, and so I remember one of our conversations one day, having a conversation. And I said, man, I got, when is the last time you took a vacation? Y'all going to think I'm lying when I say it. This baby said, outside of traveling for ministry, I have not had a vacation in 10 years. I say the devil, it's a lie. You're not, you're not finna become my man and die behind the pulpit. We fixing to fix this. And so we started doing um, other things um, because you cannot listen. The, and whether it's ministry, whether it is um, your business, whether it is it will completely drain you. No, to be quite honest, um, Dr. J talks all the time. I be trying to figure out which name I'm finna use when I say, uh, <laughs> you got so many. <laughs> but Dr. J talks all the time about how when we, uh, when we first, or when we were genuine friends, we've been friends since 2012, I was too skinny. Listen, a lot of that was the stress of everything that I had going on, right? And so I probably was this big, but it was the stress of everything I had going on. And so when we broke away from it, I remember um, when I was that that church, when when that church and that relationship um, was over, um, I had to look at my kids and say, man, listen, the people at the church won't ever take precedence over what y'all going got going anymore. Because people began to call me spiritual mom, 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 mom. And so my little ones were little. But I was being called on so much mm. that it was completely pulling away from them. You know, and I'm not ashamed to say um, that in a previous relationship, it, it 
it all fell on me in ministry. And that was my thing. And that was why I said, God, I don't want to, you know, you can keep the preacher. If the preacher is for me, then, you know, check me in and call me Mother Mary because I'm just not doing this. Uh-huh. We done did this before. <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, call me Whoopi Goldberg and I'm going to sing in a non-suit or something. I don't know. But I'm not doing this. Um, but I was, I, I was doing everything and so much that my girls as little girls wouldn't just allow to be able to have their mama. They wouldn't just allow to be able, we would go do stuff on Saturdays, but that's after they had been at the church with me all day because I was doing whatever. Um, and so that for me, I would be taking you somewhere because you didn't have to sit and look at me prepared message to do whatever I was doing. So that was kind of um, the thing for that. Um, and so, you know, I say to anybody that is listening, that puts ministry first, that puts business first, that puts your job first, um, especially if you are clocking into somebody else's job because you're going to die Monday and they're going to put your job up Monday night and they're going to hire somebody and be Absolutely. doing their background check Wednesday. That's yeah. right. That's it. That's all. Um, you have to take time to rejuvenate. You have to take time for yourself just to breathe, right? Yeah, Listen, exactly. me and Jackson, me and Dr. J, see, I called another name. It's all right. Me and Dr. J will get on the highway for a minute, and he's not a person that nec- that like to drive. He don't really like to. But I like to ride on the freeway. It it clears my mind to ride up the road. Now, Dr. J be like, what them price tickets say for the airlines? Because we flying. We're not doing this. But every now and then, mm-hmm. he'll give me my way. We drove to, where we drive to? Atlanta. Atlanta. Back in March. Every, that's the first time he done gave me my way, and I probably won't get it for a long time, so I'm just going to be happy, <laughs> right? Um, but but we'll, a long drive. That's a long drive. That's a, that's a long but piece I, of drive. Man, I love the highway. I'm able to clear my mind and free. Man, you go up in the air and you back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, that's what you I ain't like had time to think about nothing. That's what I like. You have more time to spend. There, there. Then you know I'm you're driving, you. but then sometimes anyway. it is good because I've not. I have to. I I love. I like doing both. I have to say, mm-hmm. I love to fly. Believe me, I love to fly. Mm-hmm. Give me where well, I gotta go quick. Mm-hmm. But there are times though, we taken road trips, and those were some of the best times mm-hmm. because we were. It was just you know we'd be laughing and joking, mm-hmm. talking, you know, kicking and all that. With our kids, and we just and we able to see the countryside, and it was just relaxing and peaceful because we didn't have to worry about ministry, we didn't have to worry about family back home. It was just us, right? And we on that highway. Mm-hmm. And that I have to say that you know that that, that was it's a plus, right? It was that was a plus, right? He, he but says most that all time, the time. Mm-hmm. He says it all the time to me. I love it when we go on vacation, yes, because you're not you're not there. You leave everything. And now I just have my she's wife. She's a whole other person. Yeah. When we go on vacation, she's a whole other person. I'm like, oh, is this? I like this person. Because at yeah, home, yeah. you know, we're doing so I, many I love things. This person right here. Because I can always find something to do. And a million things going on. I can always it's, find something to do. You know. So I get it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I won't even. All, all I'm saying is, <laughs> is that you know it's necessary. It is. It is. Because I didn't do that. Um, And, you know, one year, my anniversary, one of my associates had gotten up and said, you know, that our pastor hadn't taken a vacation in 10, 12 years. Um, The crazy thing was, uh, and what a lot of people don't know, and the reason why, is because 
I was great at being pastor. But I failed in so many other areas mm-hmm. that I engulfed myself in ministry because mm-hmm. I felt like that was the only place I was winning at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I didn't want to take a break. I didn't want to take a vacation because I didn't want to go off and think about all the other stuff I had failed at. So now ministry became my out. And so, mm-hmm. man, I, I surrounded myself in it. And so at the time, I was a, I was a great pastor. I was a poor husband. And so I had to find a way now to make sure that I can be great as a pastor, and a, as a father, and a, as a husband. Because the Bible tells us that our ministry, our, our family, is our first ministry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to, we, we have to, um, I had to learn that, that my, her, she's my ministry. If I can't pastor her or pastor my kids, I have no business being in the church and trying to pass to some people if I can't pass to my family mm-hmm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we had to learn that. We had to mm-hmm. learn that. Yeah. It's 9.38. We're going to have to get out and get ready to go in a minute. But um, I will say a lot of things that you guys talked about, about um, coming together in difficult times and a lot of stuff that we talked about tonight, I believe was able to happen because you were first friends. Right. And I can say that hands down, but because before there was a coach, Nick and a Dr. J. Listen, that other me was a whole nother story, but it's because this is the first marriage that I've ever been in where I really I use a hashtag all the time. My friend became the love of my life. That's probably the realest thing ever in life. I wasn't friends with none of them other ones. I wasn't really married to a couple of them neither, but don't really worry about that. Part. <laughs> I can't. You know? <laughs> I wasn't really married to a couple of them. I That's, can't do this today. I won't. <laughs> I mean, Baby, you're on front street. Bam. Oh, let's be clear. I mean, it's my truth. You know. I mean, you know a couple of their names. Go look them up and see if my name and their name match in the system. It ain't there. Uh, you know, and, and you know, you know, yeah, to know that. Listen, I don't mind sharing my truth because I feel like my truth is going to help somebody. Now, you know, Doctor J probably praying I don't say nothing else, and I'm not. It's okay. You can stop asking Jesus to keep you near the cross. It's all right. But I know your name is Jackson because uh, I was there. Yeah. Oh glory. You hear me? Oh glory. Oh glory. Oh glory. And them oh, papers were sent God. off and came back. Signed, sealed, delivered. Yes, yes. You know, my, <laughs> my friends all had my friends all had a um, hey. <laughs> oh, Mr. And Mrs. Oh. A change Mr. And Mrs. has come Corey over Jackson. me. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh all God. of my friends, you know, said that if I ever got married again, they would not put the marriage license in my hand. Cause I'm, I'm a, you know, I've always been in church, but that hood girl in you me gonna kept make a, point a story. Just a second ago, what's, right? what's your point? I'm trying to help somebody. I'm finna make my point. <laughs> <laughs> Get to love you, Grace. She's trying to make sure being great right now. No, I'm gonna tell you the same thing. The Lord told you to do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm trying to help. Uh, I'm trying to help a young woman out there because yes, for real, yeah. I you know, I I meant well. You understand? Because mm-hmm. one of them times I even walked down the aisle and had a whole ceremony. But that hood girl in me had a plan that if this didn't work because I had not seen a marriage. My mother and father split up when I had just came out of the seventh grade. And even before that, you know, their marriage was in a handbasket probably that I knew of since I was in the third grade. 
My dad spent the rest of them years trying to get me ready to leave. And then I never got ready. So he was like, hey, just pack yourself. I don't know what to tell you. We out of here. You know, basically. Because I, you know. Um, and so I kept it with a plan. But then you run into somebody where you can say, man, listen, this time I married my friend. That's what I was telling my friends too. No, I'm ascended. I married my friend. They sent it for us anyway, though. Don't worry about it. Uh, they didn't trust me. Um, but when you marry your friend, they had good reason. But when you marry your friend, <laughs> why, just go, why is Tina laughing at me? Hit the gas and go forward, baby. Just go forward. She is on the gas. The emergency brake at that. Yeah, I got it. this whole car around. Go yeah. the other way. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, the people don't like the truth. But when you marry your <laughs> best friend, y'all know I'm an open book. Oh, bless Jesus. It's okay. Um, Then it makes a difference, yeah. right? Because now I'm fixing to give y'all the truth that Corey is going to fight. Dr. J is going to fight back on. But it's okay. Because even when he fight back, I know it's the truth. Me and Dr. J is both real throat off. Both of us. And don't you worry about how he looking at me. Because what you need to know on this stage is that I don't mind telling my truth. <laughs> and if I throw me under the bus, I th- we are we are two throwed off individuals. But what God did in our um, both in our dating stages and in our marriage is that he won't let us be thrown off at the same time. Mm. You know, so so if I if I'm on 100, then he not. And yeah. if he on 100, then I'm not. But make no mistake about it, Dr. J can go to 300 Let in zero point. I got to stay at zero all the time then. Because she's always there. Always. No, I'm just playing. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going <laughs> to. I'm just kidding. It was for the show. It was for the show to do what? <laughs> Had to do it for the vine. I, do it for the show. Uh, you well, should have said know, I ain't going to do it. I to learn that as prophetic people, mm-hmm. dealing with the prophet. I had to learn, y'all go through mood swings. <laughs> and so it's like, it's almost, you feel like it's a chemical imbalance. Because, you know, moment, We're imbalanced. <laughs> chemically imbalanced. We're chemically that. imbalanced. You know, I say, I say, it almost feel like I didn't say it was. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, because, you know, when, at first, Dr. J, when I did you go, um, that's, that's your show name, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I like where it's going. Go for it. Go for it. Because at first, in the beginning, what she did say is I called her bipolar. Huh. Because oh, I thought, because I didn't understand her gift. You know, I come out of the church. This is the church I think I, she was looking for something to throw just then. This is the kind of church I came out of. <laughs> kind of church I came out of. You like know, my you daddy got up, that water baptism. You know, somebody starts speaking in tongues. They speak in tongues real loud. And everybody else get quiet. Mm-hmm. And then somebody jump up and say, yeah, I say unto thee. You, you, know, or you whatever, did like not that's, do that today. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. So for her... A prophet like she is, I'm like, what in the world? How you gonna tell me what I did yesterday? How I did it? When I did it? And you crazy? <laughs> I told her, I said, I, and then I say crazy, you crazy as hell. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. That's it. I did, and I said you're bipolar. Something's wrong with you. You know no, the I conversation. Said, you know the conversation that went left when you're trying to find the ingredients on. You water. know what? <laughs> Listen. Listen, that was so cold. Do you think I'm crazy? They got but. corn syrup and, and water. <laughs> 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 so I had to be. Oh my know, god! But I had to be able to deal with that because the movie. Because you know, as a prophet, you you know, because sometimes you, when you go in a certain atmospheres, atmosphere, you had to. I had to know that okay, her spirit might shift 
she might shift because mm-hmm. of the atmosphere she's in. Mm-hmm. You know, because one moment you can be happy, oh, go lucky, and then all of a sudden when the atmosphere shifts, you be like, and, you know, she turns something, I'm like, oh, God, help us. What's about to happen, Jesus? <laughs> we be in places, you know? Corey be like, why don't you sit down? What are you doing? I'm like, right. <laughs> do you think I'm crazy, Dr. No, Jay? not at all. Okay. Listen, mm-hmm. listen. But I know better now. You know better. At first, you, I didn't. Did you hear him fix that in the name of Jesus? I did. Praise the Lord. Yeah, because he's still looking look for, for the night. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have a good night. Listen. Hey. I know what to do. Hey. Glory to God. Yeah. Man, God said, I just, I just said we got say. 15 minutes. He trying to make it back to this <laughs> night. <laughs> Listen. I'm going to hit the mic. <laughs> Listen, this has been super duper 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 amazing. Yeah. Um, but we didn't get through everything, yeah. and so we got to have a part two, and we can't wait forever to do it. Cool, let's make, cool. Let's make it happen. Yay, yeah. let's do it. Okay, listen. Really quickly, we're getting ready to um, get out of here. Listen, everybody that watched tonight, thank you so much for watching. Those that's listening on the radio, thank you so much for listening to us on the radio. We are going to take a minute, go back around the room, and let everybody um, give their names again and where you can find them. And then we'll bid you farewell until next Monday. Let's start this way. All right. My name is, what did you say, Tim? It's what I say. <laughs> 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 Man, he was ready too. My name is Will. What is Will doing You're giving your name and yes. telling the people where they can find you on your outlet, your, your social, social media, media platform. Okay, I'm sorry. My name is Matthew Goodman. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram under Matthew Goodman. You can find me on Facebook under Matthew Goodman. Or you can find me on Facebook under Kingdom.ewc, which stands for Kingdom Empowerment Worship Center, where my wife and I, we serve as the servant leaders at the church. What's that address? The address right now where we are is 4845 North mm-hmm. Freeway Service Road, Wilmer, Texas, inside the building of Praise Fellowship Church. I like it. I like it. Man, okay. y'all right y'all Man. right behind the one of the greatest high schools in in the country. Wilmer. You want to you want to go ahead and, school, and it's on you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're well, behind I, 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 I wasn't I went to Mesquite High. School. So you're behind oh, the high okay. school that made one great man oh, no, that came I knew out that was of coming. It. They made you, baby. They did good. You, you're on, you're on the Lord Jesus. They made you, I, honey. I am Tina Goodman, <laughs> and it's T-Y-N-A, mm-hmm. not T-I. It's T-Y-N-A, either on my Instagram or even on Facebook. Or you can find me under Naomi Daughter. I'm also Naomi. Come on, Naomi. Come on. Yeah. And she also passes with her husband and at I the church and the address husband. that he gave earlier. Kingdom and Farming Worship Center. That's it. 16 years. 16 years. 16 years. And counting. And I love it. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. How many months have we been married? What? She don't even know. <laughs> Who is counting You know what I do know? I know that yesterday made a whole year that you planned that surprise engagement party for me that I thought I was going to go Milo. He said, how long you been married? That what, what the party? Let me tell you yeah, something. That's Hold all on. She, Did you forget? Not a year? A minute. A little bit. how many months? We've been married since October 30th. How many months is that? You tell me. <laughs> We've been married seven months. Six. Six. <laughs> I don't put us in July. We've been married six, six. months. Go. It's six it's months June. now. In, it's June. What about December? In okay. November? Eight. Go. Eight is my final number. We got married October 30th. <laughs> now go. 
You've been with me eight whole months. You should have told me the truck you was going to And I'm mad at him. And the, reason, <laughs> and the reason I'm mad at you is because I've been on a high and just told you today that you was the only person that ever had yeah. me a party. And we've been basking in yesterday. And what yesterday Basking meant. in yesterday. You ain't basking like, in nothing. Talk about who you are. We basking like through. Robins, baby. <laughs> we in that thing. Man. 31 flavors. You know what I'm saying? Oh, don't make him add in to your color. In the negative. <laughs> don't do it. I'm in the negative? Yes. Oh, Lord. You should probably try to work yourself out while you're giving is, is there a way? Is there, is there a way that I can, I can come out of the negative? Because I, I like I like my my account to be in the positive. You like it to be in the positive? Yes. You better use your just your imagination. Okay. Let it run away with you. Okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I got faith in you. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I'm Dr. J, and uh, <laughs> you can absolutely find me on Facebook uh, under Dr. Corey Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find me at Dallas County Records, being married to the absolutely amazing. Oh, you working on it? Working. Uh, woman that is sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. You see my lady. Uh, and so it, went over it by is itself. wonderful mm-hmm. to be married to her. So now uh, you can you can also find us on Free to Be You podcast mm-hmm. on Facebook. You can also catch me on Instagram. I think it's Corey.Jackson71 or something like that. Um, and so this is where I'll be. And you can also catch me here every single Monday at 8 p.m. between 8 and 10. Is that in other places? You did good. That's it. Or you can catch okay. me on Sunday mornings or Wednesday nights, all that great stuff, at the Oak Hill Empowerment Central Church. That's 4440 mm-hmm. Malcolm X Boulevard. I almost <laughs> forgot my own church address. Um, I mean, you've been there. Here in the great city of Dallas, Texas. Uh, seven five two one five. Yay! That's where they can find you at. Listen, I am the clown of the bunch. No, I'm yes. just playing. I'm just playing. I'm truth. Just playing. I am. You free tonight because you told the truth. What do you want me to go back to my truth? No, 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 no. Go back. Okay, just, just keep talking, okay. baby. Okay, good deal. You gonna hold my hand? <laughs> Look at Tina. I am Coach Nick. You guys know that already, though. Um, listen, you can find me. Um, my personal page is Nikisha Jackson. Hands so um, soft. Um, free to be you podcast show um, perp- free to be you is the number two the letter B the letter U so F-R-E-E number two letter B letter U um, my business page purpose to be you same thing purpose number two letter B letter U um, you can also find me um, at Empowerment Central Oak Hill Oak Hill Empowerment Central um, on Sunday mornings at the address he gave, 4440 Malcolm, Malcolm X, X Boulevard. Boulevard. That's it. Hey. Look at that. We so in tune. I can finish your sentence. You can. Yes. You know what I'm thinking? Yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking. What am I thinking? You hungry? That's one of the thoughts. You know me so well. <laughs> Listen, thank you guys for joining in. <laughs> thank, I can't even argue with it. Thank you guys so much for joining in with us. Um, this will be a part two. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a part two next week. We got to see if we can work that out once we get off camera. Um, I have enjoyed you guys and everything that you guys bought to the show. You thank you so much for thank being you for here. Us. Thanks mm-hmm. for having us. Yeah, I enjoyed you. You enjoyed me? I enjoyed you. I enjoyed you too. You going to enjoy me? 
All righty. All right, Until next time, yeah, we shall geez. see you guys on next Monday. What is wrong with y'all? Until we meet again. <laughs> oh, my God. Something is wrong. Okay, y'all have a good night. Good something night. Something is wrong with y'all. In real.